I just said squirrel. <laughs> and we're live. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Cruising the Planet. This is episode 13. I am joined with... Hi, my name is Jake. I'm Cole. I'm Parker. And a new one. I'm Avery. Salutations, everybody. Uh, you are familiar, audience and viewers, with the people on the... Uh, Right third here. Avery, if you'd like to introduce yourself real quick to the show, if, that, if that'd be all right. You don't have to. Yeah, uh, what do you want me to say? Uh, what do you want the people to know? Um, I'm Avery. I'm a student here at Tarleton. I'm a wildlife major. I have a service dog. I'm chronically disabled. And I my pronouns are they, them. Nice. Thank you very much. So, um... This show, I have a little bit of an announcement off the top of our introductions. Uh, I've been looking into all of the um, schematics and stuff, or the, what is it called? The numbers, the statistics. Statistics. The statistics. The analytics. The analytics The biggest liars in the world. Jake, <laughs> we will get to you. We need analytics, Jake. We'll get to you on, like, food or something. Give me. <laughs> let me go through my notes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. The... <laughs> To whomever is using the generic Android app to listen to our podcast, I love you. Thank you so much for just showing up every once in a while and downloading like two or three shows. You make my job every Monday so much better. That's all the announcements I got. What? <laughs> those are some good. Let me tell you, so those are some good announcements. Hey, man, spread positivity everywhere you can. That's all I'm saying. Goodbye. Unless you can't. That, yeah, I said every way you can't, like... <laughs> Even if you can't spread positivity, I think there's another way to look at it that still makes it positive. Because, I mean, if you don't have anything good to say, at least nothing bad happens. Fair Unless point. Depends. <laughs> Cole, you wanted to talk about science fiction and the definition of it? Yes. And how we had a disagreement earlier about movies and books? We did, a Are you cool? Bit. You cool? You cool uh, going down for a bit? Uh, yeah, I mean... I in the ring, Parker. Here, here's what nice. I've been taught, and what I know as of to be true, is that science fiction and the definition of when mm -hmm. you're considering it as a genre in literature mm -hmm. means that uh, you'll have a story that is based with technology that right. you could possibly see in the future, very near future. And you put a date on it. I Are put ten years. Super familiar with that date. I'm not super because I'm upset about that number. Why does that upset you? This the 1970s futures uh, and utopias that we were given were very obviously thrown way out into the hundred years spectrum. As such, one would could would then have to categorize them all as science fantasy. Yeah. However, they're not. They're very obviously based in fictionalized science uses of technology that we understand the concepts of, but do not have the ability to utilized yet some, such as jetpacks flying cars and aluminum i fashion. really want a jetpack i want the aluminum fashion <laughs> i like my dirty fashion you're a dirty boy Jake. i'm a very dirty boy <laughs> i don't Greasy. think anyone is coming up with anything new as far as fashion goes i think it's just like replacing the old you know what do thing? you mean like taking what's taking what i've seen had. no advancements in poncho technology ever since like the 1800s well i'm taking walk uh, on me I mean, for example, bell bottoms. Why are they coming back? 
What's with are that? they coming back? Bell bottoms are coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Bell bottoms yeah. are in fact coming back. I only know this because I recently but that's bought also, a couple of pairs. You, so you're <laughs> a part of the problem. No, it's not a problem. Sir. What do you mean? They're useless. It's a problem. You know how bad I'd they rather, are. I'd rather. I'd j- rather listen. I don't think you understand what it's like to have a female body and have very odd proportions. So when you wear these pants that are very like a fitted at your hips uh-huh. and the thighs, and it flares at your. Uh, Calf, calves, uh-huh. it it gives you a little bit more of a feminine touch, especially mm. when you have a very muscular build. So it gives you that little boost you need sometimes when you're having a very feminine day. Got it. I would like to say <laughs> counterpoint, <laughs> rectangular fashion. Recti- no, not in everything. Listen, no, that's not going to work. big, big that's rectangle. That's not going T-shirts to T-shirts are technically rectangular. Legalize fashion. yes. Legalize the Jinko gene. Bring it back. The, no. All right. Yes. Jake, no. You're making, yes. Now you're making dangerous <laughs> statements here. All right. We're not trying to scare the op- opposition. We're trying to entice. I'm always this. trying to scare the opposition. I completely agree with Jake. Bring back the Django. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Parker. <laughs> we've got two dangerous vectors in here right now. Okay. And we've got one opposition. No, I, I really, rectangular fashion isn't going to work for anyone who's not skinny. No. Big rectangular fashion. Shoulder pads. Yes. yes. I dislike and shoulder pads so See? much. <laughs> uh, I gotta say, I'm with Cole on this. The big rectangle stuff, the uh, the sh- the padded shoulders, and these huge rectangular pants. They don't. They're no. not doing favors for anyone. I'm yeah. sorry. See? They may be like some of them may be comfy, but that's not no. What was wear that? them to sleep if what they're comfy? What was the video, Jake? You know the song of was it Kanye West in his in his rap where it was him and another per, uh the featuring artist were both in like basically Minecraft t-shirts Oh um I love it by uh Kanye West and uh Lil Pump Mhm I would also like to say bell bottoms wouldn't work that, for every body type That fashion that's oh, that's they the definitely new thing. do not work for everybody Like it's me very, I cannot wear bell bottoms It's very specific people that wear them and it's definitely people with more muscular builds and I'm sorry, people, but we, little sticks. You don't <laughs> need muscular builds. You can have skinny boys in this. Oh, yeah. my God. Those are great. Those are, like... Finally, I would have broad shoulders. See? <laughs> Kanye West You would unify it all. Are visionaries. Communism for clothing. I feel like that plays too much into the cosplay industry. Like, what are we going to do that utopia? other... And how is that bad? It's n- it's not bad, but I don't see a use for that in everyday situations. That would be so difficult to walk around Like, in. cargo exactly. pants are actually useful? <gasps> oh, don't yes, get on that. Yes, they are. Oh, my gosh. Okay, stop, all three of you. I'm actually an Eagle Scout. Cargo pants are useless. I, I use I them disagree. for dog training. Uh, yeah, dog mm. training when you're, I'm sorry, but when you're out in the field and you got like 400 lids to carry for insect vials and all that stuff. Get a backpack. Backpacks are filled with pack. antifreeze and rope. Wheelchairs can't carry backpacks very well, but cargo shorts oh, can. shoot. Huh? Fanny pack. I said I both. I also use one of those. See, I also so you're not against me. Shorts. So the whole, the whole thing is the Parker carries a lot of things in his pockets, so. So he needs a lot. I of think lockers. we just need to develop hovering lockers. I concur. Yes, hey lockers. lockers. Not. It doesn't even need to be like a locker. Locker just needs to be a container um, yeah. that just hovers. I just need it to hover over my head like the little green diamonded Sims. You, you, That's all I need. You would just control <laughs> it with Sims. like. You would control it with an app, and you would position the coordinates within but an XYZ dealing, plane. But now we have to worry about drone laws. Oh no! For our lockers, drone laws. Drone laws. That's just that's okay. How would that affect the wildlife as far as like birds and stuff? Um. Okay. So, 
I feel semi-qualified to speak on Go this. Ahead. Um, I think it, there would be an effect, but Shoot. not so much if they were solid colors. If they were solid colors, you don't see freaking birds running into trees all the time, do you? Well... Okay, but also think about urban areas that would have a lot of these very tight in. Like, bir- most birds have excellent maneuver skills. Actually, they they can actually fly very like well. Incredibly bright colors to yeah. stay away. I mean, if, if you make the locker a solid or bright color, mm-hmm. then I I don't see any real issue in, unless they were like glass or something, and then there would be an issue with their sight. Sorry. But otherwise, I don't so see So what this sounds exactly like can to I me have a neon is... Locker? Of course you can have a neon locker. locker. Uh, what this exactly sounds like to me is something out of a 1970s space robot f- movie and or book... Science fiction or science fantasy coal. I don't see. I, we haven't developed the technology for hovering drones. Anything drones. Um, they've they've the developed literal magnetism stuff to actually have some like are you skateboards. Gonna, and are stuff you gonna hover? wear a magnet on your head? Uh, the are you talking about? I'm the not super- saying it's practical yet. I'm just saying <laughs> it's we in have development. the technology. Are you referencing the super cool magnet track that was put on by the? Uh, I think it was Audi. Or so? I'm very unsure of the sources. I just remember seeing it a couple of times. The and a magnet percent. skateboard That's that was put out uh, yeah. for that was proven to be false. It is technically a Mobius strip and a super cool magnet that's been uh, quantum locked and pinned. It is not able to go anywhere that isn't already magnetic on a surface. Yeah, I, I that's that yes, yeah. that's I'm aware uh, of that. W- specifically, the like continuous rail can't even yeah. change over; it falls off immediately, which so. is very upsetting because I have a skateboard and I wanted that so bad because it came out the like same year. Parker, go ahead. If it can't go anywhere except where this magnet is, yes. If we wore hats no. with really strong magnets, hold up, what? You said the skateboard could not travel except where this magnet was. Yeah, the rail is underneath it, like embedded in the ground. So we wear a hat with really strong magnets. And then, and then turn the lockers... into pancakes? <laughs> Maybe. Magnets can mm. repel, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We repel these. Okay. There's some gap. Only issue there is the force has to go somewhere. Like, I'm in a physics class. I just want a flame stripe pattern on my hover how locker. Heavy, how heavy is your locker? Ten pounds? Your hat now has to support 10 pounds of weight, meaning your ears have to support 10 pounds of weight as this thing crushes you. I'm sorry, objection. I don't really think it would be your ears supporting the weight. I uh-huh. think it would be your neck and your back. Okay, so, so that's damage because I already Most have... Most people can support 10 pounds. Now, I would need a much heavier locker, so I would have not, a very big issue. Not but... Objection. How are you going to move your head anywhere off of the direct Y-axis without causing shunting damage or torque? Okay, well, this comes back to the definition of science fiction. Objection. Objection. There we go. Okay, this comes back to the definitions, then, of, like, science fiction and science fantasy. I mean, the the technology we're talking about Mm -hmm. has yet to, to be, has yet to be. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about years in the future. So we don't know how this technology is working. So Uh theoretically, anything that any of us are saying could be possible. It just comes down to the technicalities of how the technology will actually be manufactured and put into use. See, and I'm curious about now, back to the original statement, defining it is what we just talked about, Sims lockers, science fiction, or science fantasy. Fantasy. Fiction. Describe, okay, you all have, let's go into a recess, I'm going to give you each five minutes to come up with your definition, and we're going to talk the validity of these subjects. Y'all want me to put up a timer real quick? Let me get a timer up on the screen for the viewers. 
Okay, we got five minute timer. <laughs> five minutes. Give me one second to put it up. Oh my god! And start. You must be separate. Come up with your own <laughs> deterministic facts I got it. I'm done. on your own. Good. I like it. I like solid, just beef. So, Jake, how are we thinking that uh, science fantasy is going to come in on its argument? What's what side I, are you looking on? As the here's the thing. Here? Here's the. Uh, I'm gonna be completely real with you. Uh huh. According to my personal definition. I think they're the same thing. Ooh, interesting. A bit mm. of a centrist view. Cole, you seem to have a viewpoint. Let's go on the jury here. What are you thinking as the, far as their arguments go? How would they have to differ enough to sway you one way or another? Well, that was a lot of words mushed together. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm practicing I'm, I'm, journalism. <laughs> I really lead on the side of I, I think science fiction is... I don't know, pretty near future, and science Mm -hmm. fantasy is just like, oh, okay, that's probably not ever going to happen. Okay, so you put it on the lines of science fiction being like within the realms of possibility based on all the facts that we know to be true. Yeah. Science fantasy being not, it's not magic, but it is really advanced science, sort of the Thor Odin's son thing. Mm -hmm. Yes. I, I I withdraw my statement. Yeah. Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh no! You have three and a half minutes to recoup. Cole is wrong. What? I'm sorry. Whoa! Hold on. I also agree with this. Cole is still wrong. Stop that! Stop this! Let's bring in the facts, ladies I, and gentlemen. I, I have a. I have facts. Please, Parker. <laughs> please, me. I am on the edge of my seat. Science fantasy, uh, science fiction, deals with scenarios and technology that are possible or may be possible one day, any time in the future, based off of science. Uh-huh. On the other hand, fantasy deals with supernatural and or magical occurrences that have no basis in science. Even science fantasy? That's what it's, it says, science fantasy. Oh, to add on to that, when I did my quick little research and however many minutes it's been, uh, science fantasy uh, tended to deal with the fiction of technology being created, whereas science fiction tended to deal with the science of other planets or other races or species coming into contact with our own. Okay. So, definition totally thrown into this argument. Um <laughs> Looks like I was right from the very beginning. Nice. Moving on. Okay. Ladies Sorry. and gentlemen, we got a one for the board. Put it up there. Cole, you can come back and beat me next time. If there will be a next time. Moving into upsetting topics. Allergy season. Who's got them? Raise a hand. I don't know if they're allergies or I'm just always sick. Who can say? Yes. I'm not sick, but I like. Say. I have like minor little throat stuff going on that's... Not even really worth noticing, so yeah. most of my allergies are like in the spring. So, um, I bring this up because I've always liked to make the joke of Texas having three seasons. <laughs> uh, frigid ice, boiling egg, and allergy season. However, this year, my jokes are not real. I legitimately was dying at work last night. And I, I work at Montana's as well, and so I work with food. And so I was very afraid that I had come afflicted with some sort of legitimate illness uh, because you can't work with food and be sick. Uh, otherwise, you got to go do dishes, which sucks. 
Uh, dishes are they're legitimately fun. Dishes, but like, dishes are not fun. You get wrinkly raisin fingers, and I'm not into that. That and doesn't support. And sometimes the soap leaves a residue that doesn't come off until you shower at home. It's it's a whole thing. Yeah, no, it's a whole thing, and it like gets rid. It turns me into a smooth raisiny gecko, and I'm trying to be that boxy boy. Y'all saw my fashion. Like a Mediterranean gecko. Mm. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, allergies. What's the deal? I don't know. I don't have them. So it didn't get cold enough this year. Is that our situation there? I think so. So define well, define your hypothesis. Walk me through these steps. We didn't right, have a deep a enough freeze. Yeah, we and need to freeze the, the allergens. Uh, is that how it works? No, that's not how it works. Park- but that's how I want it to work. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. <laughs> Aside from what the uh, saying, mm-hmm. what everyone's thinking, Parker walks through the science of this real quick. Oh, you asked for way too much. <laughs> Uh, whatever you think I the science is. I also just have a wild hypothesis. No, just I want to hear it. Wild hypotheses mm. are cool. This is the show, Wild Hypotheses. Um, well, usually those our things. allergies are just worse later on. It got too warm too fast. So it feels oh, like we're having winter allergies. <laughs> wait. <laughs> Hold on. I have an objection. Wait, <laughs> go ahead, swing it over. So I don't have allergies, so I don't understand your pain on this subject. Mm-hmm. However, um, coming from a little bit of a science background here, yeah. it totally depends I on have what. A science background. Okay, well, I'm. Mm. Um, nice. uh, I, it totally depends on each individual's allergies. Uh, mm-hmm. Different allergens come into different presences mm-hmm. in different amounts around around the year and around the globe. Right. So I think it totally just depends what you're allergic to, when it's released, and things like that. Oh, mic swing. In Texas, we're all allergic to cedar. If you have allergies, it's cedar. It's a cedar allergy. Stop I'm it. not allergic to cedar. If if you, if you have, have an allergy, allergy, it's an inclusive <laughs> statement. Wow. This, the exact sentence was, if I remember, uh, in Texas, we're all allergic to cedar. If you have allergies, it is from the cedar. Oh, I, sorry. I thought you said uh, it, Jump into everyone. conclusions there. <laughs> Let me finish my run-on sentence. <laughs> Let me finish. <laughs> Let me finish my nonsensical statement before you attack my nonsensical logic. Oh, I think it probably has something to do, and again, I don't have any basis for this. I'm a PR person. I just look at the computer all day. So, Don't we all? Yeah, Aren't much. we all a PR person? Yeah. No. Some of us better than others. Um, me? I just Real bad. think it might um, have something to do with, uh, with the stress that our bodies have been put under considering... For example, that it was eighty what on uh, eighty degrees, eighty something oh, degrees. If the weather off. will stop um, changing. When was that? Wednesday? No, today is Wednesday. Two. It was, it was Monday. Shut up, Jake. Today is Wednesday. <laughs> it was Jake? what Monday? Yes. It was eighty degrees Monkey and wrench, sunny, and please. now it is suddenly pouring down rain and mm-hmm. frigid, and there's a lot of. You all right? Yeah. Oh yeah, the headphones will do that. So I think it has something to do with our body being under this critical amount of stress um, mm-hmm. very quickly, and that messes with it weakens our, our homeostasis. Yeah, homeostasis imbalances and such, causing a, a change in temperature, which means your body has to adjust uh, you know, its, its fuel systems and all of that. You know, your brain that's piloting your bone mech covered in meat armor, <laughs> like that's three layers removed from the outside world. Right? Replace like, my that's biology. meat armor with iron plating. Transhumanism now. Okay, Jake, do you want to talk about transhumanism? I guess, no. sure. It yeah. wasn't in the notes. I mean, technically it was science fiction, but... 
What's the deal? I want to chop my arms off and replace them with like cool robot arms that can like like pull out a screwdriver. You can do that now. <laughs> Jake, really? <laughs> Jake, you can do up. that now. Yeah. Jake, I want to chop your arms off too. <laughs> I don't know if they'll they'll do it to somebody with able arms, but you know, for in the disabled community, there are several people who have mm-hmm. had to have arms amputated, and they do have prosthetics that yeah. actually link with your brain. <laughs> I don't understand. Future is yeah, now. I have no idea how this operates. Apparently, mm-hmm. it's not super efficient, but it's efficient enough where they can clench, clench their their fist, you know, and mm-hmm. do very, very basic movements, which is pretty interesting and a super boom in technology in my right. mind. No, the medical and the electrical um, biology field and the electro the electrobiomechanical advancements that we've made with digitization the size of bat and really what that uh, solution has come down to is the shrinkage of batteries we've always had the ability to run these motors to run these diodes mm-hmm. and run these electricals into people the problem is uh if the voltage is too high it'll cook a person if the wattage is too high it'll double cook a person uh, yeah i know that's an issue because uh, in the wildlife field a, a lot of us use tracking collars or tracking backpacks when mm-hmm. we're trying to do different things, uh, yeah. track, especially when we track movement. And those batteries are yeah. heavy, ain't They're they? super heavy. We actually finally have one that's probably only maybe an inch long, mm-hmm. and it's actually solar-powered, which nice. is super, super cool. That's cool. nice. And I'm assuming a lithium-ion battery. Um, I'm unsure as to the exact technology. I only recently saw this at uh, the yeah. Texas chapter of the Wildlife Society's okay. convention literally last week. Okay. So. Nice. Um, I just know that um, the issues being like, uh, we've all seen Iron Man 1, yes? Yep, Except yes. for Cole. I'm just kidding. <laughs> why, why would you assume that? Well, you seen haven't seen Star Wars. I haven't seen it. You, oh, I missed it. I was one off. <laughs> In one of the opening scenes, this isn't much of a spoiler, uh, Iron Man has his, his chest augmentation, that electromagnet that keeps him from dying constantly due to shrapnel damage. He has a car battery attached up next to him, and that's a little bit of an homage to the original comics where he had, uh, are you all familiar with what an iron lung is? Yes. yes. Yeah, that's cool. You're all my friends. <laughs> I say this and people look at me in class and they're like, what are you talking about, Ethan? But it's also calculus, so that's not really appropriate, is it? <laughs> uh, anyways, the he had this sort of giant metal plate that was, because that was the technology at the time when this comic came out in the 50s. I think so like magnets were big bulky things hooked up to giant batteries and he had to plug himself into the wall every day because there was no way for him to power himself and then you know in the comics he comes up with this science fiction solution okay, okay. which no is a battery salt. <laughs> uh, but you're already injured I got to get you healed up and the best way is to disinfect with yet more salt oh, Wait where is this going I'm just roasting coal for a little bit Okay. Anyways, <laughs> what this is, what my statement is basically leading to is like that that whole homage of like carrying a car battery around is what a lot of disabled people felt when they were shown solutions. It was like you can have an arm, however, you must now carry around a literal car battery because that was and a it'll cost you two million dollars exactly because there's only I two mean, of these that were ever built. Car still costs yeah. That's so a whole money. other topic that I'm not ready to talk about. Okay. Yeah, nor am I. So the this whole like advancement in oh, batteries, in lithium-ion batteries, and now the most recent, I'm in the electrical engineering field, so this is literally my thing, uh, is uh, the most recent advancement is what's called a sodium and carbon battery. The Two separate advancements. Sodium batteries having what I've been told eight times the capacity of lithium-ions and no 
chance or at least a very minimized chance to within a couple of percentage to exploding like those lithium ion uh, vape cartridges that used to just go off in your pocket or the cell phone batteries that used to burn up. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, airplanes had things for laptops. You had to pull the battery out and keep it separate so that it didn't catch fire on planes because you can legitimately overcharge these lithium ion batteries. The original ones that came out now that we have battery maintenance systems, it's a very low chance, but you can still technically just plug it into anything and fill it up with enough electrons that it pops. Uh, It'll... Realistically, think about it like a water can. If you fill it with too much pressure, it'll explode. If you fill lithium-ion battery with too much electrons, it explodes. Were the you sodium, waiting for us to answer? Yes, but it's fine. <laughs> I realized right after I said that it, it's been like three seconds since I like started the topic because I'm moving so quickly. Um, the point of this being that these advancements have helped almost everyone in every way, such that Jake's arms will eventually be robots. What are you going to do with all those robot fingers, Jake? Um, put like tools. Like I want one to be like a screwdriver. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to make these go. Out okay, you got like ten. A, like you only got ten though. So you, let's you let's let's break it down. Like, like you I need a cat laser. That's a possibility. Um, I got like you. You can put so much tools in this <laughs> thing. Yeah, but you don't want your finger as big as a Swiss Army knife. Yeah, but like you can have like a half a Swiss Army knife for each finger. But then is it still a finger? It can be. It can be. Yes. Okay. It will be a finger. I'm assuming like your ring or pinky finger, the less used ones. Yeah. Will be the multi-purpose ones. Yeah. Sure, that works. I want to hear your. I literally want you to break down a top. Are y'all okay? <laughs> okay, so like. I'm so sorry. He said possibility, and yeah, I'm just thinking now it? one of the fingers needs to be like a little electronic whisk to make pasta sure. sauces. Sure. Sure, that's a possibility. Anyways, like I was saying. Run it at me, so Jake. Like, top ten. Okay. Start, like thumbs. Thumbs. Um. Those are rough. Yeah, those right? are rough. Um, what would I do? Can with they these? just be? Th- <laughs> I think I just. I mean, if I can make like a tool, if there is like a tool that would like mold to like my thumb, you know, maybe. Um, like a drain maybe like snake? a can opener. I mean, like in the future, oh, one of the little things to jam in your car. Oh no. no, I know, I know what it'll be. Um, not my thumb, but like this side, yeah. like this, the pad of your thumb, the, the that pad muscle. Of my thumb, bottle opener. Bottle opener. Okay. Nice. Okay. Oh, yes. I yes. see. I've, it. I've always imagined just that. Like sleight of hand, open yeah, that just bottle. Like, that. like just Sick. with the palm Got of my it. hand. Got it. That's what that would be. Okay. Um, I have not thought about this enough to think. I just want. Homie, homie, hold on. You're gonna cut off both of your arms, and you haven't thought about this. I have thought about having tools. I haven't gone into the details. I know for a fact you've also thought about one of them being the lighter, and the other finger being the gas. Ooh, yes. Maybe you can make one of them a drip torch. The ends of drip torches are kind of bent. You could have a miniature drip torch in but your But then hands. he can't bend his thumb. Well, then you still have the joint down here. It'll just permanently be bent, unfortunately. Or maybe, like, just... But how will he gamer moment? Yeah, I got a game. Hmm. Um, well, my, all I gotta say is my mom games great with one hand. I'm sure you can do it, too. Okay. Um, Or maybe third thumb. That's that. Third, hold up. Yes. We said ten. I could add why another. Do you, why do you get eleven? What is this? Because I paid You're extra. Not, you know what? I know exactly what I would do. Yes. Mm. I would get an extra thumb, like you said, put it on this other side here. Yeah. And then I would just ha- general grievous my arms. Because I've always just wanted to have four arms. Yes. From the beat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah? But you have to have. General grievous ones. Yes. I'm cool I would... with the three fingers. I grew up with a buddy of mine. Yes. Well, one of my friends, Jason uh, Tinoco from way back home. His older brother, Angel, had only three fingers on each hand and was able to beat 
me in Modern Warfare 2 any day of the week. I am obvious. I, I want you to do this legitimately now. could not stop him. I would rather... Like, I was I, terrified. I respect General Grievous Arms. I would rather Doc Ock Arms. Ooh. But yes. they control That's you. Better. No, no, no. Can I just have wings? No, but no, they control have wings. Doc like Ock, Ock Arms. Do you know how the- large your breast muscles would have to be for that to work? I'm okay with that. You, no, your chest bone would be two yes, feet long. Yes, I am aware. I am okay That'd with that. That'd be pretty cool. If that is the cost. You just you just said that like fashion was a problem for you. You couldn't wear shirts. No, fashion is not the problem. It's the the problem is finding clothes that fit me because they you, do not they don't make clothes. You to fit just people said with you wanted bills. wings and a two foot long breastbone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> at least I can put my hand, at least I can, I can put my arms my together. Clothes. I mean, if it's that big of a problem, I can just I can just. I'm not saying it's a problem. You were. No, the pants are a problem. Uh, it's not the fashion. Got it's it. the way they fit. It's the pants. I do want yes. like we don't have pockets. I, I no pants. I do want additional legs that can pockets. climb walls. Pockets. Wow. Additional legs that can yeah, climb walls. Like t- like General two, Grievous. Four, yeah, legs. General Grievous legs. So, and hold on. Hold on. Arms. You just want to be General Grievous, is what I'm hearing. No, I want to be like a six-legged like like General Doc Grievous. Ock. Why Dr. Octopus? His arms took over his brain, remember, in Spider-Man 2? That doesn't mean the ones I'm having are going to be like that, See, he said the same thing. You know, he literally said that exact same thing. No, straight up. I will compensate a beta tester. Jake, let me quote a movie. (laughs) He said, an AI controls each of these individually. And then someone from the crowd, which was, I believe, his wife at the time, because she was, like, helping him do his whole discussion, which... That was honestly some real good support on that end. Too bad she died in a window. Um, he, in the film, all right, people, it's fantasy. Yes. Or fiction, maybe. Stop. I'm done. <laughs> he says, ah, yes, see, look at this chip back here on my brain. And it was blue at the time. He says, it keeps them in check to keep them from controlling me. <laughs> Which was a bit of a, like an audio sizzler put on by Sam Raimi so that when it exploded, the chip turned red, they took over. That's going to happen to you because you now said the words, they're not going to control me. You've put it out there. He said he was going to pay a yeah. beta tester to test yeah, it I, I, You I don't was... think they went through multiple beta testers, one for each arm, to create this? The man was able to create a sun <laughs> on Earth. Did you not watch Spider-Man 2? Clearly not. Oh, no. He was able to use laser fission and turn a tiny bead into a uh, fusion star that was on the surface. And he used those giant arms to control the solar beams or the solar winds so they didn't explode like the people in the room. But it overpo- it was more powerful than they had eventually calculated, which is like good for science. But uh, a tiny bomb went off in the room and like got everybody, including his chip. I won't do that. <laughs> so no son is what you're talking yeah, about. I do I do I look like the oh. kind of person who needs a son? She definitely thought you meant a young male child that you raise yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that son either, by the and way. And she was like, all humans can do that. <laughs> he made a boy with four extra arms. And they took over his life. And she's like, that's a weird allegory for parenthood. But no, it's a little more. I think it's closer to an allegory to monarchism. What? Yes. Anyways, continue. Next topic. So Jake wants two, four extra arms, tentacle style. Yes. With 
replacing your legs with four grabby grab legs? Yes, I want to climb walls. Got well, he could already climb walls with the original. Yes, ones. but I want to climb walls with these. I could climb walls with these, and then I have four extra arms to like do cool stuff with it. What are you doing? Cool stuff. You got it, Chief. <laughs> and I want. Yeah. And I just want the General Grievous arms. I've always wanted it ever since he went up against Obi Wan. Because Obi Wan's fake, but I can be real, so no one could kill me. Moving on. It's my own little fantasy. Cole, do you want to berate fiction. me about? eating a donut today do you want to come at me real quick you know i don't feel like getting any more salt actually. oh jeez. <laughs> so i ate a donut that was here from hey come on now i ate a donut f- <laughs> that was uh brought into it was heart shaped and with purple icing full of That's chocolate cute. full of probably chocolate pudding I don't Yum. think they would fill donuts and chocolate. Let's say chocolate cream. Yeah. No, it was thicker than that. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Maybe I've answered my question right as I posed it. How long do you guys think food can sit out? Mm. Depends on the food. Um, It totally depends on the food, what preservatives are used. Got it. Um, I would say just ingredients, it depends the quality. on how sober you are. The, okay. Oh, you know what? This brings up a good point. Oh. Um, so are we talking about eat and be safe or... Or just consume. Period. I mean, I could eat sand and still be kind yeah, of so okay. Yes, this is this so is why like, I this is why I ask. Are you are okay, you saying like fair. safely and okay. healthfully? I want to do this. I want to eat this food, and then not be, not have an upset tummy for the rest of the day. Oh, I don't know anything about okay. that. Okay, Parker. <laughs> oh no, Parker. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> he he's chronically ill. So, um, so bread product bread products are typically given seven to nine days to be left out before you eat them from being baked. And we're talking like open counter. Yes, perfectly safe. Don't have to be covered. Yes, cool. I'm. Uh, good. They may get stale, but they are still safe to consume. Okay, little side tangent here. I like stale cookies. I concur. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh. No. Depends on the cookie. Shortbread. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you right, can eat guess, shortbread yeah. cookies whenever you want. I know I can eat shortbread cookies whenever At I want. I'm an adult. I'm yes. curious, will I be judged by stale no. agency? No. Uh, actually, when I buy the pecan sandies, I'll open them and leave them for a few days before I eat them because I like them stale. Uh, but you're eating pecan sandies. Yeah, it's a shortbread cookie with freaking pecan pieces. It's good. Yeah, but like, you could just eat good shortbread cookies not or candies. you can eat or you don't have sandies. to eat shortbread cookies and you just eat chocolate chip or you can eat the chocolate chip cookies without the chocolate chips because who cares sugar. about chocolate chips i, I love chocolate i like chocolate sugar chips i like too sweet and overwhelming me too jake pixie sticks yeah yes yeah. <laughs> you have a problem <laughs> you you told me whenever it was halloween you needed to be kept away from them didn't you avery's worse yeah I never thought anybody would be. They cold. have to limit themselves on how many they can. Ha- they can't have more than five. No, they can't eat more than four because if they have five, they go off the deep end. Okay. What's a time range on this, people? <laughs> five a. If I have five in my hand, I will eat them as. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So it's not five in an hour or five. No, in it's a day. five. It's five. Period. If I take five, <laughs> within like eyesight. Like, yeah, um, it's like yeah. five within thirty second reach because that's how long it takes to tear them open um, and devour. Actually, I've 
I've I've timed. Oh, you this. wanted to time them? I I have timed this, or actually, I didn't time it. No, I like, was eating like them. You Somebody rip else timed. One, and then you wait. That's inefficiency. Get no. I've done all all at one time, but okay, I don't good. remember the night. Like a pasta. Br- <laughs> what? <laughs> I had so many pixie sticks. I do not remember the night. I was also drinking Code Red Mountain Dew. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jake is scared. <laughs> Jake is this scared. Is a, this is a Be first. careful with pixie sticks, y'all. They're uh, they lead down to a slippery slope. This is a first on the podcast. This I, is a I'm first not scared. in my own listen, life. Listen, I'm not scared. I'm inspired. Jake, oh, no. no. If you ever want to hang out and eat some pixie sticks, no. hit me up. You don't want to hang out with me. I don't know about that. You don't You'd be surprised. No, what you don't want to do is let Jake control the music. Ever. I don't know what kind of music do you listen to. Okay, but drop the station. A, drop a name. Do you want like anything specific? What you showed me at four in the morning. Um, Venetian snares. Is this gonna be just my album? Yes. God, you, that album is dark. That album's about killing this. kids. Yeah, you did this, Jake. <laughs> yeah, Venetian I, snares. I'm okay dull, with dull. dark music. No, it's just the sound of power tools going on. Kind of. I mean, not really, but it's kind not of. music. No, it is music. Prove it. Okay, it is it okay so music, music is a very subjective term. I listen to harsh uh, noise, too. Mm, no. Yes. No, no, no. Like, what J- what, what Jake showed me... Was music. Is not... It's like, clinically is music, but that's not sound that I need. Or okay, any, but... I would say That just means it's needs. music for him, but you don't consider it music because, yet again, music is a subjective term. Yeah, thank you. Jake's, Jake's an <laughs> animal. I... I do love music that would be traditionally not considered music. I consider it music, though. Um, I completely understand that. Thank you. You know what? Maybe you two can have your music over there. I understand. Yeah, we'll have our music. I'm yes, going to your melt music. my brain with some White House. Yeah. <laughs> Question. Do you listen to nerdcore rap? Not really, no. Mm. Jake has opinions on every type of music. You can run him through for an hour, and he will like literally walk you through very respectfully, list by list. Genuinely, I respect Jake's opinion on every form of recommendation he gives me because he is able to walk you down his legitimate opinions on every genre and every topic of music. That's fantastic. I applaud you. There's a great – we are so lucky to have you as our music director. I try. Try my best. But you are a snake oil salesman at heart. I know for <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you ain't wrong. <laughs> you ain't wrong. I know you on Twitter, Jake. I yeah. need to take a moment to tell yeah. Ethan something. Mm. I appreciate your socks. Ah, uh, my mismatched socks Oh, from I only last saw night. one of them. Oh, no. See, these are my nice socks, the yes. ones that my mother purchased for me. For Those are nice, nice socks. Coming home once. Um, yeah, they're nice and patterned and, like, they're uh, kites. <laughs> Uh, and then this is a sock. <laughs> I love them even more. Just, okay. a, bl- just a black Just for cut. reference for those on the podcast, he's wearing one short ankle black sock and then one very long, high, colorful, colorful tube to <laughs> dress sock. Yeah, it's a dress it's sock. It's like green, uh, two shades of green, well, blue, okay. let's walk, pink, all right, let's red, walk through. Okay, purple. slow it down, slow it down. Okay. Uh, it's going to be black on the foot. You've got yourself a solid indigo. Uh, darts pattern on the top. Then it moves into maroon and then a crimson red. We have pink white uh, as the next band and then you've got a band of a... Turtle green. Yeah, we could go with a, a light turtle green into a definite aquamarine to see two darker sea foam ending with a dark cyan. I would have described that as a green teal. 
Uh, I think it's a little too neon for green teal is the only thing. I understand your opinion on that. Yeah. I respect that. I also want to just thank Jake over here for saying yanked. Oh, Jake's got the words. We're in Texas, so I thoroughly appreciate Jake's that. Jake's got the words. I am, I am Captain Vernacular yanked. over here. Yeah. So I'm not going to be judged if I eat stale shortbread yanked. cookies. And I'm not going to be judged if I eat that donut. Dude, it was, was it cream filled? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the question Do you is, remember was it cream that? filled? Huh? Do you remember that donut? Yeah, it was delicious. Was it? But it definitely had the consistency of pudding on the inside. Ew. That's not supposed to be the consistency. <laughs> See, <laughs> you say that, but it wasn't. It could have been like a chocolate Bavarian cream. I don't know what that is, but I want to say yes, because maybe it gets me out of this tummy tum hole later. <laughs> I'll come back with y'all it next week. It was stale, week. okay? It was made on Valentine's Day. It can be a little thicker. I'll get y'all uh, on, on Twitter a little bit later, and if, if you see me just going, uh, in all caps or all lowercase, you know what's going on. Yeah, it's just me every day on Twitter. Jake? Yeah. No. None of you are allowed to follow my Twitter. Why not? It's terrible. Ethan follows it. He follows it. That's his choice. Yeah, do it on purpose. He does. He hasn't unfollowed me yet. No. I'm surprised. Okay, recently you've been doing really well. You're you're making me want to get worse. Yeah, I want to see you go. I'm gonna get worse. <laughs> I want to see you run, Jake. I'm gonna oh really. I want to see you sweat. Okay. Oh. Is it raining out again? Yeah. Yeah, we have a we have a window seat in the. Uh, I can carry the boy. In the studio, oh, and I got him. He's it my responsibility. is raining. That's you his responsibility. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it goes both ways. I know. I help him. He helps me. Fun little last bit. Uh, I don't think we need to do my little jokey segment because we've had enough fun. Uh, time for some serious things. Mm. Just some local things going on around town. Uh, we've got the next normal theater production happening at 7.30 p.m. today all the way until uh, every every evening until February 22nd or this Saturday. So when this podcast comes out, you'll be able to catch the uh, show, the theater production e- tomorrow night. Uh, actually, that night in like two hours. Or if you can't get tickets because they are, I believe, $8 for students, $10 for everyone else. Or was it $8 for parents, $10 for everyone else, and $5 for students. Either way, you can get a student discount at the door. And the show, I'm not entirely certain. Anyone familiar with theater productions or plays? I do know it's about a girl with bipolar disorder. Okay. And her struggles with her life and her family. All right. A melancholy drama. Do we know Uh, if it's one or two? What do you mean? Bipolar one or bipolar two? If it's a theater production, I don't think they're going to really specify my knowledge of theater. And all my theater friends can come and get me on that because I grew up with them, so they'll get me. They'll get you. They will. No, actually, they've. We've been talking about Skyrim food all day today. I'm so hungry, man. Moving on. uh, This weekend we have basketball, men's and women's versus St. Edwards. The uh, the they come all they came all the way out from Austin to come and be beat by us in basketball. So if you'd like to go and see that, it's happening. I believe Saturday. Uh, Wasn't that what the tailgate was for? Yes. So there was a tailgate that was going on Thursday. That was for a different set of games. Okay. Um, the I, the games are still going to be going on, but the basketball tailgate. Yes, you, you don't have to raise your hand. It's oh, sorry. Right. Sorry. Um, What's up? Also, if when you're done with this, uh, there's an, there's another event going on that's probably mm-hmm. not on there. If you don't mind me 
saying that. Yeah, you're yeah, go uh, ahead. You're okay, certainly cool. fine talking about um, events. On February 29th, we're going to have uh, Tarleton Outdoors. It's going to be at the Stephenville City Park. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be the 20th annual year that this this has been happening mm-hmm. um it's it's all about outdoor education and wildlife education for the youth of erath county and the surrounding counties it's completely free uh if anyone would like to volunteer i just recommend going to a wildlife meeting and you can get hooked up to have a free lunch and volunteer and help out with that um we nice. also have a fish a free fishing opportunity if you're 17 or older, you just have to have a valid fisher's license. And if you're under 17, so mm-hmm. 16 and younger, your parent yep. has to have a valid fisher's license. And that's, uh, what are the rules there? Catch and release or catch and take? Uh, catch, you can catch, take, catch and release. Oh, uh, whatever. Free fish. Yes, free okay. fishing. Nice. However you decide to choose to do so. That's nice. And where uh, where's that? And what's the gonna, big point of the event? Um, the big point of the event is wildlife and outdoors education. Okay. It's going to be in the Stephenville City Bass. Uh, sorry, the Stephenville City Park. Got it. So, so way right, out clo- past, past closer, City Central. Closer to the rec, rec center. Got it. If you send me that information, I can try to get it put on the community calendar. Yes, I have posters that have been source proved. I guess I'll just bring one of those by. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Come talk to us. So we like telling people about what's going on around campus. That's cool. the whole point of this segment of the show, at least. Uh, after basketball, we have ourselves uh, Sunday. We've got Green Dot Training this Sunday. So when you hear this, it'll still be the same Sunday. I We record this like the day before it comes out due to the nature of Parker, events and stuff. have you ever done stuff. Green Dot Training? Green Dot Training is uh, how to become a better pious stander, how to be able to react in situations so that uh, un- unfortunate circumstances do not continue and the dreaded bystander effect, uh, the fact of like people in in, uh, in large, large groups will continue to not interact even though they have obvious evidence that it is a dangerous thing. Uh, you know, personal politics can affect it and such. So Green Dot is a way to get yourself involved in training that can get you to be that person. Because all it does realistically take is one person to step in to help someone and the rest of, of like, people in general will, like, break that herd mentality, will we'll step in and help. And, you know, perhaps we can cut a lot of statistics down just by being a little more involved in our surroundings. That was a very, very good description. Thank you. I You sounded like Emily Van Kirk. Ah, cool. <laughs> I definitely uh, I have strong convictions in the evil uh, only prevails when good people do nothing. Yes. Like that's just that's almost a fact yes. of life in, in essence, especially when you do group psychology lessons because mm-hmm. then it's very obvious of like, oh, this group of people is going to continue to do this unless something acts on that body of people. But a way for all it takes realistically is one large voice to move everyone in the direction. Uh, moving on to something that uh, was weird to talk about: uh, auditions for the next theatrical release, Top Girls, a theater show coming in for the last bit of the season. If you've ever wanted to do a theater show, it is open auditions, free admission. Uh, you simply have to be uh, February twenty fourth, which is next Monday. 7 p.m. in the arts, uh, the Fine Arts Center. Yes, that's what it's called. Yeah. The okay, yeah. It's 7 Clay p.m. Clay H. Wells Fine Arts Center. Clay Clay H. Wells Fine Arts Center 
Uh, 7 p.m. next Monday, we'll give you a chance to go in for the auditions and get in line for Top Girls. I don't know exactly what the casting's call was. They weren't. They didn't say anything that they were specifically looking for on the advertisement I was able to get a hold of, but maybe I'll be able to get you some more information moving into uh, the next show, perhaps if they have a second call. And if, also, if you're curious about any of these Tarleton-specific things, like Green Dot and mm-hmm. the basketball and everything... Tarleton, uh, edu slash calendar will get you there for more information. Yes. That is how I found these, technically. <laughs> Tarleton Outdoors is not on that. Uh-oh. Um, because No, it, it, Tarleton Outdoors has a really interesting history. It actually started out as a city-ran event that uh. the Tarleton Student Chapter of the Wildlife Society helped and volunteered mm-hmm. with, but, um... I believe it was like the tenth year that they did it. The city dropped out, and mm-hmm. uh, the society actually took it page? over completely. Um, Facebook page or a there Facebook is a event? Facebook page, but since this is a student-ran thing, information for these things do not, such as passwords, do not get passed down. Oh, jeez. So it's it's very difficult yeah. to to get Maintain with all of that exactly. Everything definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, now at least ten people know. Hopefully, please come. Yeah, definitely. No. Yeah, it's we'll free. There's free lunch. Free food. We'll free yeah. food. All right, we reiterate. Free food. It's going to be on Saturday, February 29th. So not this Saturday, but the Saturday after. Well, And we'll get it on the radio, hopefully, too. Yeah, right, fingers crossed. Well, you're talking to radio people. Yeah. 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 Finally, next Monday kicks off Mardi Gras? Question mark? I Mardi just Gras. saw that that was on the calendar. Oh, it was right. Is, I don't know how it works. It's I like should, but really I don't. Long. It's been going on in uh, New Orleans since like December or something. Well, does it ever stop in New Orleans? <laughs> yes. Not and if it's nighttime, cool? then no. But if it's daytime, there are breaks. Yeah, like it's a break. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you I mean, can go to work so that you can pay for coming back and doing more Mardi Gras. I mean, Mardi Gras does stop. There's set days. There is. It Good. ends on like Fat Tuesday. I. I don't know the I think it's Ash Wednesday. I don't believe so. The Fat Mardi Tuesday Gras is the last day. The Mardi the, the no. I thought Mardi Gras only went on for like three days. I think Hold it's a on. week Officially. long thing. Ah, I got. Yeah, because it's right Hold before on. Lent. Don't worry, I'm just yeah, right. it's it's a week before Lent, I believe. Yeah, Parker, why don't you pull up some information for us real fast? Because obviously none of us know <laughs> what we're talking about. I should know. But I know the activities that take place, but not the days. Well, we all know. I mean, the I, we know what place. the beads mean. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's the only part I pay attention to. It is a week. Uh, days till Mardi Gras. We got five days, so it is a whole thing. Uh, starts on the twenty fifth of February. Happening. Uh, it is two weeks leading up to the date itself. There are celebrations that happen. Mardi Gras itself is a specific. Uh, two weekends before is when all the crazy stuff happens. Mardi Gras itself will always fall on the Tuesday, Fat Tuesday, uh, which is the day right before Ash Wednesday, I believe, which is the Catholic celebration and the beginning periods or the preparation periods for Lent where you are supposed to give everything up. So it's that pig-out session right before a long fast of extended I thought they only gave up one item. There are multiple traditions, actually. Oh, so okay. uh, you have the ability to give up simply meats on Friday, uh, moving to a pescatarian lifestyle for that entire day t- as a sort of symbolization of less work on the agricultural saving mentality, stuff like that. 
There are people who will not leave the house on the weekends as a way to allow other people to um, s- sort of get arrest, uh, especially people who are like public servants and um, people who work jobs. Uh, there is the ability to give up a specific action. There is the abil- the choice to do perform acts of kindness to other people. There's uh, performing uh, various levels of prayer mul- throughout the day. Uh, and, of course, the obvious fasting that everyone speaks of, which of like, I give up uh, this food or I give up this food. Then there is advanced fasting past that, which is like, I won't eat all uh, while the sun is up or I won't eat the first half of the day. So it's it's know, very tradition based though. Yeah, and the giving up all food. I know. Um, I went to school with many Muslims, and I know that's a very very common thing for them to do yes. during different holidays for them. Yeah, One I'm, of my out of state friends um, is a Muslim, and uh, I actually think I met him. I, no, I didn't meet him, but I really started to get to know him more like while he was fasting for Ramadan. Yeah. It was um, Ramadan, right? Yeah, that's the the yeah. season. Yeah. And so I think it's well, August or not August, but like I autumn? don't know. I don't. It's know. Fall. I don't know Sometimes enough to talk fall. about it. Yeah. Do you participate in Lent season? Uh, yeah, I do, but I, I also am very like adamant to that passage of like prayer happens on the inside and be wary of those who preach from the corner for they are perhaps false prophets themselves. Mm. Stuff of that nature. I grew up Catholic, very Catholic. My father was Irish. My mother was Mexican. Yeah, mega Catholic. Wow. Yeah, that's like a, oh, that's yeah. like Catholic 2.0 right there. Basically, I'm the Catholic next Catholic. Squared. Yeah, no Vatican II. That was all me. <laughs> that's a real thing. There's a real Vatican. Vatican II. This time, it's personal. The- <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna end the show, Jake. Uh, what? <laughs> Come on. Well, we've done all the segments, and I don't want to start talking too much about religion because that's a slippery slope. That is incredibly, Ooh. incredibly slippery. Yeah. yeah, so Mardi Gras is starting. Just enjoy that season as it goes. So, uh, anyone have anything? I know you talked about your event. Y'all, anything coming up in your lives y'all want to share? Um, if cool. anyone needs some dog training, Parker is now a dog a trainer. Business. You have yes. a business. Would um, you like to talk about that Parker's for one Quality Canine on facebook and that there you can find all the information about getting a free evaluation for your dog as well as booking appointments with him yeah it is a balanced training so we use training tools and uh, things like positive reinforcement like treats and clickers it's always good reinforce Mm. yeah positively Positive reinforcement and uh, training tools like uh, pinch collars and I love getting martingales things. and stuff like that. You love getting and it's all giving a hit. And yeah, um, just just for those who don't know what positive reinforcement is, this is okay, not the no. time for the dog oh, people. Okay, <laughs> okay. okay. Right. So we're plugging <laughs> Parker's business. <laughs> we're plugging Parker's business for a second. Okay. Right. Um, what our main goal uh, I, for the business I, I is? I let this loose. It's my fault. What the main goal of the business is to give you a better relationship with your dog, having a um, a better communication line between you and it, and uh, a true companion in life that yes. is able to aid you as much as you aid and care for exactly. Them. And um, his training is specific per dog. Your dog is going to need different things, um, just like a person. Exactly. So that's they how he trains. There's no cookie cutter way of training. They so. are little people. Again, that's Parker Lee, Parker's that quality canine. We're talking Alan about Facebook. the same thing. Okay, so I was trying to do a thing, and y'all just like... Jake, you got anything you want to talk about? Um, man, I'm just living life. I'm beautiful. Like, that's I'm, that's true. Yes, yep. I'm just... 
Woo! You got it. Yeah, baby. I think I did that right. I think I ran this show correctly. Yeah, you did. In closing, this has been your episode of Cruising the Planet, where you can find something to do in and around Stephenville every week. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to recommend us to your friends. If you want to find more things made by us, follow the links in the description. If you have any questions or suggestions, ask them in the comments or on Twitter with the hashtag CruisingQuestion. Follow us and on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. And if you uh, use that hashtag, we might be able to get to your question next time on the show if I have time for it. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a very enjoyable episode. Everyone say bye. 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 Bon voyage.